This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. A major beef industry group is asking the Department of Agriculture to do away with labeling that says it is inadequate to inform consumers. The National Cattlemen's Beef Association filed a petition with USDA's Food Safety and Inspection Service today asking for product of the USA labeling claims to either be eliminated or changed to processed in the USA. Kent Backus is a lobbyist with NCBA. He says current requirements could allow foreign beef to be processed or repackaged in the U.S. and still be labeled as a product of the USA. As, as the label is now a product of the USA, you know, there's a lot that's implied with that. And that's part of the concern. With process, it's a little bit more clear. I think ultimately, at the end of the day, consumers who want to, to really know uh, more about their product are, are going to be willing to, uh, they're going to be w- willing to, to purchase that product. He says NCBA wants to encourage voluntary programs to boost source-verified beef, but the current product of the USA labeling doesn't incentivize those efforts. If you look at the effort, the cost, and things that it goes through to, to create some of these verified programs, there has to be some return on investment there. Well, there's not a lot of incentive for packers, for retailers, to purchase from those verified programs if uh, they can already apply just a generic product of the USA label. NCBA's petition follows a 2019 effort from the U.S. Cattlemen's Association to get FSIS to strengthen the product of the USA language, something FSIS said it would do through rulemaking. There's more in our story on agripulse.com. USDA Report Day offered little tweaks but a fresh new focus for grain traders. Agripulse's Ben Nully has more. The Department of Agriculture lowered old crop corn ending stocks from 1.25 billion bushels in May to 1.1 billion bushels in this month's World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report. Old crop soybean stocks were increased to 155 million bushels over last month's estimate of 140 million bushels. Allendale broker Mike Lung says the report was positive for wheat. They increased exports for old crop. They increased domestic use for new crop. And they increased production marginally. So wheat end of story was bullish. Winter wheat came in here at uh, 1.17 with the average expectation of 1.32. So winter wheat contract a little bit more bullish than was expected. He says traders are now turning their attention to dry weather expanding into the Corn Belt, especially in Iowa. A lot of elevators saying that you have to deliver what you're contracting. There is no rolling of your contracts. So if you do see that Iowa situation become worse, you could be looking at farmers coming in here and offsetting their position and their risk, which at this point will be to the top side if they have to buy other contracts later. The northern part of Iowa has been designated a moderate drought according to the latest U.S. Drought Monitor. Read more of this story at agripulse.com. I'm Ben Nully. Finally today, Jewel Brenau is about three weeks into her tenure as the Deputy Secretary of the Department of Agriculture, but she already has some big issues on her plate. Among them is the cybersecurity of the nation's food supply. She says the recent attack on meatpacker JBS should be a learning experience. So we learned some lessons um, about how we need to invest um, to be better equipped for some of these, these challenges because You know, we need to prepare for them because it's not if the next attack occurs, it's when. She says USDA is also looking at its own systems. We are having conversations. I just had one yesterday about how we are going to 
ensure that we have a, a strong system within USDA that we can bolster the capacity to make our system strong so they are resilient to those cyber attacks. She says USDA will be looking at many of its cybersecurity vulnerabilities over the next few months. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. The estate tax forced a teenage Anne Margaret Hughes to choose between her college savings and saving the farm. Unless Congress eliminates the estate tax or at least makes a higher exemption permanent, many more farm families will be forced to do the same. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.